That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. A line from the top of the trees, the tree line. Right. And you draw it down at a 45 degree angle down to the river. Mm-hmm. Our theory was, and I might have read this, but I doubt it. Right. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And we're just trying to have a conversation out without using Google or fact-checking online. Those things kill the conversation. Right. And so it reminds me of a birthday card I got one time. And uh, on the outside of the card, it had a question. I don't remember what the question was, but it made you instantly open the card to see what the answer was. But when you opened it, it said... You didn't even think about the question, did you? You just opened the card for the for the instant gratification, for the payoff. He said, "Like he said, this is why the Japanese are kicking our industrial butts." <laughs> so, the so that's what we're trying to do: is just keep the conversation going, not flip open the card and get the answer immediately. So it's simple. We're just about talking, you know. And this time, we're talking about lightning, dodging lightning. We've already talked about lightning. But this time we're talking about dodging lightning. This I feel like this is going to be easy for me to debunk without even using half my brain power. So it all started on a warm summer's day down at the beach. Okay. That's a wide open space? Wide open space. Usually the thunderstorms roll in in the afternoon? Yep. To give you more context, specifically Atlantic Beach. It's you know, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever been to Atlantic Beach. Yeah. So Atlantic is it a Beach, big, wide it's beach? big, wide beach. Okay. It's not as big as like the beaches maybe in Florida, but it's still a pretty wide beach. Okay. So my brother and I set out. Oh, this is your brother and you dodging yeah. lightning. Yes. Okay, this is starting to explain a little bit more. Go yep. ahead. Yep. So my brother and I set out from the uh, condo where we're staying, uh-huh. and we've decided to walk down to this new place that they've built called Atlantic Station. All right. And it's a food line, basically, with a few a few shops around. <laughs> okay. It. Very exciting at the time, right. though. And so we walk down to it. You know, we get some soda or whatever we were going down there for. Why don't you give me an age range of where, where you guys stand? And I want to say probably 14, 15, 16. All right. So this yeah. is yeah. this is the peak of middle school intelligence, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. Here we go. We leave. And so I, I really don't know how far it was. It was probably a mile down the beach. Maybe. All right. Which it was a mile less. It's probably not that far then, is it? Right. Not that far. But on the way back, a lightning storm rolls in. All right. And so, and it is popping lightning. It, it's, a, it's, it's all out what we call an electrical storm. I don't know that. Did you call storms like that electrical storms? Yeah, I think we, well, we call them thunderstorms. We yeah. didn't really call them electrical storms, but we've heard people refer to them as electrical storms. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about. Right. Lightning everywhere. Yeah. So you've probably been up, when you've been backpacking, you've probably been caught in an electrical storm or, or a thunderstorm. One or two. Yeah. So this was a all-out electrical storm. Okay. There's lightning popping around us. So you're on the beach. I and mean, we're on the beach at this point. So there's water uh, to your right. 
Yeah, well, to our left, because we're left. going south. And then there's just dunes and there's on the other side. dunes to the right. And there's not a lot, and everything's private right along that stretch until you get back to our set of condos. Oh, okay, so there's yeah. some condos. and Right. Are they, are they the smaller houses, or are they like the high-rises? Uh, these are No, they're not high-rises. Okay. These are like the just three-story condos. Okay, yeah. all right. So lightning starts hitting... And so we are now caught out on the beach. We really don't have anywhere to run up to. Right. We're too far from where we just left. You can't run across the dune to someone else's house. Right. Can't run across the dune to somebody else's house. And actually getting on the dune is the highest point of the uh, where <laughs> right. you are right now. Probably right. not a good idea. Although maybe you're going to put this to the test. Yeah. So now on the fly, we've got to figure out how we're going to survive. <laughs> From where we're at, back to the beach house. So now we start coming up with all kinds of theories. I'd like to hear your options. You know, so one theory was that we needed to be very far apart from each other. Okay. So, so then we only sw- one of you dies. Right. All so right. now we're running down the beach, but we're trying to keep a lot of space between each other. Right. Now is this is this really just to the, uh, the 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 hand grenade theory? That you don't want to be so close together where one, a single hand grenade could take both of you out? Well, no, it wasn't that one of us would survive. We were thinking that we we would attract lightning in a greater way if we were together. Somehow like, you're gen- generating, generating more of attractive, right? charge. The lightning yeah, can be attracted. Right, right. Okay. Like we're making more of a, a bigger lightning pole if we're together. All so right. we decide to separate. All right. So this is where our, so our friends that are, you know, our weather friends and our... <laughs> Electrical engineering friends, or maybe anybody. They're throwing their they're throwing their device out the window. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So then, that makes sense for a while. But then we decide that maybe maybe it was better to run in a zigzag pattern. Okay. All right. <laughs> to dodge the lightning. So it's like you're on. You know, you're dodging something. Yeah, you're dodging something. Now right. the lightning can't quite figure out where you're going to be right. from second to second. Very unpredictable. Very can't, unpredictable. It can't get you. Right. If it's going to be unpredictable, we're going to be unpredictable. Right. I can see time. y'all laughing and having this conversation. Uh, we're laughing later. We're okay. a little, we're pretty intense at this point because oh, okay. it, it, so it's, it's a more, serious storm. Okay, zigzag. Yeah. Right, right. So we're trying different things. And so we make it back without getting struck. Well, and, clearly. Uh, clearly, without Because this is before the great arm wrestling incident that yes. you both survived and That's right. carried on. All yeah, right. yeah. So, um, but, you know, obviously, neither our zigzag pattern or our being separated, I think, added anything to our surviving. Well, you know, it's hard to say. But that was what we tried to do. What other theories did you have? I think we... I think at one point we thought maybe we needed to be close together. <laughs> okay, all right. I forget what the theory behind that was. Maybe more of a negative charge? Maybe more, yeah, generally more of a negative charge. And we did decide that if the hair stood up on the back of our neck, we both needed, that if either one of us got that feeling, that we both needed to, to hit the deck. Well, that was, that was one question I was wondering. Did y'all think about digging a low spot into the ground? No, okay. we should have. Uh, or we should have just had the sense to walk up to any of the condos that were lining the beach and just stand under them until right. it passed. That would right. have made the most sense. That would have made the most sense. Yeah. But I imagine when you're a middle schooler, it's a little intimidating to go to somebody, to a stranger's house. Right. Yeah, right. And are those dunes the kind of dunes where you'd have to like get on a little boardwalk to walk over, up and over the dune yes. to the house? So yeah, yeah. Then you're putting yourself in the line of sight for yeah. the lightning, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So we came up with at least two or three theories as we were running down the beach, and only by the grace of God did we not get struck by lightning. So the um, the 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 post the post conversation the the debrief. What did y'all um, what were y'all laughing about? What what did y'all decide 
was was the the biggest factor for the wisest course of action. Yeah, what, what, what was that? We should have stayed. What was the you know the twenty twenty hindsight conversation? Yeah. We should have stayed like? where we were until the storm passed. All right, all right. Well, that's, you learned. Uh, yeah, I did. Well, I experienced. I'm not sure that I learned because <laughs> I I've been called out in the open again in storms. Okay, and yeah. what's your plan? Uh, now, yeah. If I was caught out in the open, I would get in a low spot. You get in a low spot. Yeah. All right. I've been caught up on the mountain in a storm, mm-hmm. in a lightning storm, and uh, you just get low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you're a member of the. We used to be the members of the same pool, and they always had the thirty minute rule. Yeah. For the lightning break. What do they call it? Lightning, not lightning break. Thunder break. Thunder break. Yeah. You hear thunder, you gotta wait thirty minutes for them, yeah. so you don't hear it anymore. Well, which I do. You, do you at all challenge that theory? I, I do challenge that theory. So I'm, it's a little bit like the lightning in the shower. Theory. Okay, yeah, right, right. Because are, are you familiar with Sliding Rock up at Brevard? Yes. Where the waterfalls are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they now have lightning sensors like in a 20-mile radius around that thing. Oh, my. And if there's lightning anywhere in a 20-mile radius, it tells them at Sliding Rock and they close it down. Like a pool. Yeah. But they, it's, it's like sensors there. Yeah, well, you know, over the golf courses have those. Oh really? Yeah, there's the Forsyth Country Club. Really? There's there's they have sensors there, and we can we can hear. I mean, uh, I probably I'm probably about a half mile from there, uh-huh. but I can hear when the sensors go off. And everybody's got to get off the course. I don't know what goes on. Yeah. I don't know what they do. I'm sure they're. I don't know if they run for cover or not. Have you been caught in the open? I have been caught <laughs> in the open. <laughs> so the most most experience I have with being on the open mm-hmm. is canoeing. Well, before you get into that, yeah. Um, Let's do words of wisdom. Hey, it's Camille. It's now time for words of wisdom. Thanks, Camille. That's perfect. Well, since we're talking about light, maybe maybe a good words of wisdom would be coming from a, kind of a paraphrase of Albert Einstein. Okay. His words, his words of wisdom would be, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. <laughs> I think I've tried to make things too simple sometimes. Well, you know, I'm an engineer, and I generally make things way too complicated. Is that, I, go, I go right the opposite direction. Right. Is that like an engineering thing? Like, is that what the engineers are known for? Well, we try to look, we look at all the angles, and for some reason, we often like to pick the least likely. <laughs> <laughs> Add more angles to it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple, there's other, a couple other razors that, mm-hmm. there's one called Occam's Razor. We'll have to bring that up for another uh, words of wisdom. So I used to work on the production floor, mm-hmm. and there was always a little bit of a little bit of tension between the people that were building the machines and the ones that were designing. Just the machines. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I can't repeat everything that was said about engineers on the floor. Oh yeah, right. No, I'm. I've been and I've been, I've been, I've been heard plenty of stories. One yeah. story would be the. Um, engineer creates this bracket or this part that goes on a truck. Yeah. And for the life of them, they cannot figure out how to stick it on the truck because right. you can't get a tool in there to tighten it. You can't tighten the nuts yeah, yeah. and bolts. Right. So the, the, the one of the most popular story is the production manager goes into the engineering office, right. grabs the engineer, right. brings him out there, puts, puts on a safety equipment and says, put this bracket on. And, you know, after some him and haul, and uh, the bracket's not going on, right, right. back to the drawing right, board. Right, figure it out again. <laughs> I've got some, i got a couple of stories we'll have to tell sometime about uh, engineers that would come down to the floor and confront, confront the uh, project managers. So, oh, yeah, I bet yeah. you that goes well. 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But we were talking about lightning. Yeah, so you got caught out before. I've been caught caught out. My, my, the most popular time I've gotten caught out is either in a tent or in a canoe on uh, a river. Okay. On a river. Yeah. So this and, is like being caught on the beach. You're, it's just nowhere to go. Well, you know, so the, the question is, the, so the think about the river. Um, it's a pretty wide river. Which river? Uh, this would be the Shenandoah River. Okay. Or it's about similar size to the New River. Yep. Probably twice as wide as the Dan River. Yep. So it's a, or a maybe twice as wide as the Yakin River. Yeah. Okay. So, so plenty of space. Kind of a plenty plenty of space. Whereas if you're in the middle of the river, mm. you kind of stand out as the highest point on the river. Yes. Right. Right. But if you paddle to the shore, now you're under the trees, which right. are now the highest part. So where do you go? Yeah. Where do you go? Where do you go? There's nowhere really to go. Well, this is our theory. This is the theory we came up with. You canoed in a zigzag fashion. That did not that did not canoe in a zigzag fashion. We didn't we did spread out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what we did was imagine you draw a line from the mm. top of the trees, the tree line. Right. And you draw it down at a 45 degree angle down to the river. Mm-hmm. Our theory was, and I might have read this, but I doubt it. Right. <laughs> Our theory was you get in that triangle. You're, uh, you're somewhere on the river, so you are not really close to the highest part, right. but you're not close to the middle where you become the highest part. Uh, so, if you draw, so if you draw that, I imagine drawing that diagonal, right. then you're sitting inside that triangle, and that's the triangle of safety. So you're hoping that the tree is really... The attractant at that point. Right, but you're far enough, you're not, the lightning's not going to jump and get you, right? But you're not in the middle of the river where you're up high. Did you come up with this on the fly? I can't remember where I came up with this, but this was, you know, I I used to lead trips down the rivers and like, this was the plan. Right. This was the plan. You imagine a a triangle, you get in the middle of the triangle Mm -hmm. and you just float down. You know, put your paddle in as little, put your aluminum paddle in the water as little as possible. Right. <laughs> so did you, have you put it to the test? Oh, several times. Right. Yeah, I mean, you didn't get struck. So I mean, maybe none of us. And we were in a long, I mean, we probably had 20, at least 20 canoes in this, you know. Right. Did, were they aluminum canoes or they No, these were, all, these were all plastic. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So these just were. the paddles were lightning rods. Right. Just the paddles yeah. were. So same thing like when fishing, I mean, you're holding a big lightning rod. Right. So at least you can put the pole down. Don't cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other situation was um, I've been in the lightning storms or electrical storms in a tent. Now, yeah. right, so you're in a tent, you got yeah. aluminum poles, but you're, I've never been in the open. Yeah. I've always been in the woods. Right. And, I mean, some of these storms would come over you, and they were so loud. I remember one guy getting out of his tent mm. in the rain to come over to my tent and say, Pete, what do we do? Right. And I'd say, stay in your tent yeah. and stay dry because that's yeah. our only choice. Yeah. That's really our only choice. Right. And you're just praying that you don't, that, you're not getting ready to become a statistic. I think you, I think your biggest danger is not the lightning, but is a branch coming down in the wind. And yeah. I have a widowmaker. Yeah. A big old branch coming down and slamming into your tent and so for, taking you out. For those of y'all that don't spend any time in the outdoors, uh, a uh, widowmaker is a branch that's above your tent that falls. Well, it's all the way you identify it 
mm. is that, especially in the summertime, mm. it's a branch that has no leaves on it. It's a dead yeah. branch. Right. And you look up and you say, well, that's a winter maker. I don't want to stick my tent underneath that. And I've also, have you ever experienced this where just you've been in the in the woods and just a tree will spontaneously fall? Yeah, yeah. That is it's amazing a, to me. We, when a tree falls in the woods and no one's there, does it make a noise? Right. It makes a noise. It does make a noise. It makes a noise because <laughs> even if you're not there, you're going to hear it. Yeah. But it's, uh, and I've, I've had that happen one time where it fell across in front of me. Okay. I mean, I was that close to it when it fell. So I've never seen one. I've mm-hmm. just heard it. I've heard them and I've seen them and I've had one fall in front of me. Okay, I've never seen one fall in front of me, but hearing one off in the distance, is, it's an eerie sound. You wonder, wait, what? what's coming at me? Yeah. Is there, I mean, is there something going on? Why would a tree just fall down while, while I'm here? Right. There's no reason for a tree to fall while I'm here. Yeah. And you think, what? Is there something really going on? Because yeah. it's such a loud racket and it kind of shakes the ground yeah. when, it, when it hits, even though you can't even see it. And you're trying to figure out which direction it's coming from, too. Right. Like, are and you is, there gonna be, is there going to be another one? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's odd. And, um, but, you know, you walk through the woods, there's trees down, and that's just what's happening. The trees just fall. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you know, when you're hiking in the trail, hiking in the woods, you often see trees just laying down that have fallen. It's just sobering to me, just walking through and seeing something like that. A tree right. falling in the woods? Mm-hmm. That don't sound right. No, it doesn't. It don't sound right. But it uh, it does. The other thing that will scare you to death in the woods, uh, is you feel like you've been struck by lightning, is if you walk up on a turkey. Oh, yeah. A turkey will explode out of the undergrowth. Yes. In a way that you think that Jesus is coming back. Well, well I'm, I think I, I've run into a bird much smaller that scares a living daylight. It's a grouse. Grouse. But they'll explode. They're explosive out of the out of When the those things take off, I mean, yeah. it sounds like there's a jet engine turning it off. Yeah. The, the wings are flapping so loud. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I have flushed turkeys several times on the trail and really just thought the world was coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, the well, turkey was flying in a zigzag pattern yeah, to, avoid you. to avoid me. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound right, but uh, you have come to the end of another episode. But I think we're going to reference back to an earlier episode. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just real quick, you know, back in episode 25, we talked about um, your your shower door shattering. Right. It's so tempered glass. The episode was called, What Do You Want Us To Do? And you woke up in the middle of the... We were woken up in the morning by this loud popping sound and yep. glass falling. And you went in there and there's a billion little bits. And evidently... The manufacturer said, hey, it happens. Yes, that's and exactly And we're doing nothing for you. Right. So I have a 2004 Toyota 4Runner. Right. And it's got this tempered glass in the back that slides up and down. Mm-hmm. And my son was driving it this morning. And he, called, he texts me. He says, hey, Dad, the back glass spontaneously shattered. Oh, man. And he, but, said, and he looked it up in, uh, in the warranty database. Uh, and evidently... It's a thing. They extended the warranty on these gla- on these rear glasses. On this particular one? For, from the 2003 to 2009, all these foreigners have this problem. Right. It's we're tempered f- glass. We're four years out of the warranty, so... Oh, really? What do you want us to do? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go buy a new one is what we're going to have to do. I'm surprised that yeah. they don't cover it. They did. Well, they extended, yeah. it. They, they extended the warranty till 2018. Right. Well, I missed it by four years. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's all right. So, um... You've come to the end of another That Don't Sound Right 
So I, well, the one thing I would love for you to try as a listener, if anybody knows how to do like hashtag us on Instagram, <laughs> try that out. I want us to experiment with that. All right. Like do a hashtag TDSR moment if you have one. All right. Well, and then where would that show up? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody can write us and tell us where it'll show up. Well, before we close, we do want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, if this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button or check or the check mark on the Apple Podcast? That's how you subscribe. Yeah. Uh, also, think consider rating us and leaving us a review. Yes, absolutely. And so that don't sound right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Campbell City Studios. I want to thank me, your sound engineer, and Peter, your web designer. Emily Billman is our graphic designer. So um, we've also got our brand ambassador, Brent. Uh, we have our new first purchaser of our shirt, Giorgio. Oh yes, the first merch. We'll put that on the uh, we'll put that on the um, Instagram where you will be seen by tens of people. Tens, dozens, <laughs> dozens, literally, literally dozens, and. As always, listener number one, Scott. Scott. So until next Saturday night, keep talking. And stay curious.